When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today we're going to talk to you about uh, and talk about a uh, interesting story out of Russia about a woman who claims to have some amazing X-ray vision, and she's not that old. You know, this isn't an old story. She was born in 1987, so she's only 36. Um, so according to uh, the reports. Um, her name is Natasha Dem- Demkina, so Natasha Demkina, D-E-M-K-I-N-A. Uh, of course, it's spelled, you know, a little bit different if you speak Russian and write Russian, um, but that's what it is in English, and she claims to possess a special vision that allows her to look inside human bodies, see organs and tissues, and she's able to make some medical diagnoses off of those visions. So this happened around the age of 10 uh, when she started to realize she had this special power. Um, so <laughs> she's, she uh, kind of came about it by walking in uh, to the kitchen and seeing her mother there. Uh, and she was at home and suddenly she had a vision. She could see inside her mother's body and she was able to start telling her mother about the organs that she could see. She was able to switch between regular vision and what she calls medical vision. For a fraction of a second, she can see a colorful picture inside the person and then start to analyze it. Now, just a quick note. I was looking for super-powered humans, right? You know, humans with some superpowers today. And, you know, some have the incredible ability to be super-flexible some of them uh, have uh, 100% insomnia, um, a man out of China, um, you know, got a high fever at ni- 1972, hasn't been able to sleep, um, you know, and, you know, some other, some other interesting abilities. But I think this one, out of all of them, seems to have, like, the most usefulness, you know, and use the most... Um, helpfulness maybe for humanity i mean yeah if you can if you have like super bendability yeah you could you know maybe you could be like the world's best bank robber or the the most helpful uh kitten rescuer out of a out of a tree or something like that not trying to minimize it but i'm just saying like if you can diagnose people just by looking at them 
Think about how many people you could save, like, instantly, right? You can be like, oh, yeah, you have, like, a one-millimeter tumor growing on your pancreas right now. Yeah, you should go get that checked out. Um, just make sure it's not, you know, a problem. You know, I mean, it might not be a problem, but it might be. You know, and it's just, like, one of these things that this this woman, I mean, not only could she rake in the dollars, but if she did it for free, imagine, like, what kind of service she'd be doing for humanity. You know what I mean? Like... And granted, you know, we're all only human. We can't just, you know, devote our entire lives to doing things for free, you know. But, you know, if she could use this power for good, you know, in an ideal world, man, holy smokes, this thing, her, her powers would be never-ending. And that's the beauty here. So let's keep going. So according to her mother, she was a very fast learner. Um, and her mother <laughs> also stated that... Uh, this word, the word of her story started to spread around town. And actually, uh, the doctors at a children's hospital in her hometown asked her to perform a series of tasks to see if her abilities were genuine. Uh, they asked her to uh, draw a picture of what she saw inside of a doctor's stomach. And she marked where he had an ulcer. She also disagreed with the diagnosis of a cancer patient saying that all she could see was a small cyst. Now, if you know about imaging, uh, imaging shows, you know, basically it highlights uh, in white, you know, areas that aren't supposed to be there. Um, so it can't always tell if it's a cancerous cell or a cyst. I personally know this because my, my own, uh, my own uh, partner, she had to go undergo uh, brain cancer surgery. And... Um, they couldn't tell if it was a cyst or cancer until they got in there. So that's where, you know, it, it, it lies. That's, that's where our, our detection capability is right now. That's all, all we have. So if she's able to tell what, you know, a cyst is versus something else, then that's pretty impressive. Uh, in the United Kingdom, in 2004, a British tabloid paper, The Sun, now, The Sun is, is, is a good <laughs> newspaper because they publish a lot of UFO stuff. Um, you know, whether or not, you know, they want to call it tabloid paper or not, that's up to them. Um, but what they found is she gave a number of demonstrations and her diagnoses were then compared with, prof with a professional uh, in the medical community. A Discovery Channel documentary on her mentions that uh, she had a bunch of success in identifying all of the fractures and metal pins inside of a woman who had recently been the victim of a car crash. The Guardian reported that she impressed the host of the daytime television program by spotting that she had a sore ankle during an interview. Now, some of you might say, okay, well, that might be an easy one, right? Maybe she walked with a limp or something like that. Um... But she actually was able to diagnose um, another television uh, physician named Chris Steele. Uh, she stated that he was suffering from a number of medical conditions, including kidney stones, uh, an enlarged liver, and an enlarged pancreas. Later, medical evaluation determined that uh, he was in good health and was not suffering from any of the ailments she had identified. Now, isn't that interesting? Because because most of the time, she is very, very accurate. 
it almost makes you wonder, you know, these people that have these special powers, that maybe she was seeing into the future, like, what was going to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, the, either she had, her, her abilities were giving her the ability to see what was going to happen in the future, or she was able to see the beginning stages, like maybe her body was able to uh, receive the information about small differences and changes that were going on inside of his body that would lead eventually to these these events happening. That's my theory. Uh, just because we don't fully understand these powers, we don't really fully understand time, you know, and people, people with special powers can sometimes see forward into time into events that just haven't happened yet. Um, a lot of people say, you know, quantum physics uh, specialists, uh, you know, state that, you know, basically, you know, time doesn't really exist. We're just kind of like living in different portions of our lives. Um, so it's, it's really interesting when you get to that aspect of it. But anyway, so uh, in New York City in 2004, uh, she was she was asked to go to New York uh, by the Discovery Channel to appear on a documentary titled "The Girl with the X-ray Eyes." I love this superpower because I talked about this on just a previous podcast not too long ago uh, about a man who was abducted by uh, a UFO with his 18 foot or 18 uh, wheel uh, trailer, uh, you know, his semi up into this mothership. And then afterwards, got the same superpower. You know, makes you wonder, you know. Like, he didn't even know he was abducted until he went and uh, received uh, hypnosis. Regressive hypnosis therapy. I wonder if she's also, you know, maybe she was abducted by aliens too. She just doesn't know it. Or maybe she was just lucky. Maybe she had genetic capability. Um that's what's fascinating to me. Anyway, um, she was tested by the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry. <laughs> if you put those into initials, that's CSI for uh, those that want a little chuckle. But what's interesting is, right, anytime you uh, get investigated by non-believers, it seems like folks that actually do have special superpowers, it's almost like their disbelief becomes a hindrance to their powers. And I'm not saying that, you know, lightly. I'm saying, like, sometimes you you have to believe in people in order for them to succeed. Like, you know, for example, you know, like a, like a, a take, for example, like a, a, a sports player. And they're playing in at home. And they get cheered on. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're doing do great. Da, 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 da. The likelihood for them to succeed at home is higher than for them to succeed away when they're getting booed. Okay? This is a scientific fact. Now... You can, you can do well on the road, and there are teams that, that do better on the road occasionally, but that's occasional. That's not the that's not the fact. That's not the typical, uh, you know, scientific proof, scientific uh, likelihood. So you have that that issue. Um, so anyway, she goes to this CSI convention here. So while she was there for the experiment. Uh, they gave her uh, about seven test subjects to see if she could match their medical complaint with the individual. She matched four out of the seven, which is statistically significant. However, 
it's determined that her, you know, that her supporters believe that these, this CSI group out of New York was basically just like a government cover up to discredit her and her abilities because let's face it, right? You can't have a Russian having these capabilities and the Americans not. You can't have someone with these abilities out there and then not consider them a security threat, right? And you can't have other people believing that there are superpowers because then they'll also want them and they'll try to figure it out. They'll try to they'll try, try to get it for themselves and, and the government needs to keep control over everything. So there is a uh, commentary that was done by Brian Josephson that's a parapsychology uh, supporter and also a Nobel Prize winning physicist. Okay, Nobel Prize winning. Okay, this guy is in the upper point zero one percent. Okay, he he's a physicist, so he's he's very well trained with scientific method, and he stated that he questioned their uh, the uh, researchers' motives and their evaluation methods. He feels and determined that it was some kind of plot to discredit the teenage claim psychic. Now, this, like, she was a teenager back in 04, okay? So, this this just goes to show you that, you know, she could have been easily influenced by some well, well-versed, well-trained, uh, you know, government op, uh, you know, individuals. He also, um, this Brian Josephson, also states that the results should have been deemed inconclusive as opposed to insignificant because four, four matches out of seven is higher than chance alone, making it a, a statistically significant result. He also argued that the CSI team used a Bayes factor that was statistically unjustifiable because it greatly increased the risk of the experiment falsely recording a moderate correlation as being no correlation. Now, the CSI team responded that they used this incredibly high benchmark because it was necessary due to the higher levels of statistical significance necessary when testing paranormal claims. So basically, they were just saying that we have to use this really high benchmark to discredit her. Right? I mean, that's basically what they're saying. Um, so that's, that's a really interesting part of this case. Um, the, the, the high Bayes factor was necessary to compensate for the fact that they didn't want Demkina to be blindly guessing. Well, any scientific method is going to, going to X factor that out. So <clears throat> they don't have an issue there. Um, they were using this just incredibly high benchmark just to, just to basically discredit her. So, um, she used, she, she used her, her, uh, capabilities to continue to heal or diagnose, I should say, individuals back in Russia. Um, she also went on, uh, on television in Tokyo, um, and was able to correctly, uh, identify someone in the early stages of pregnancy, as well as a spinal curvature, um, an undulating spinal curvature and another, uh, test subject. She was also able to correctly diagnose a prosthetic knee, um, 
and that another asymmetric oh and that another individual had asymmetrically placed internal organs that's that that's impossible to do without having x-ray vision you can't just guess that <laughs> okay like you could guess you could say hey all you hundred people you all have asymmetrically placed uh, internal organs do you know about it and you know maybe one person might say oh yeah i know that my my liver is on the wrong side or something like that right but most people aren't going to know that so to guess that not to guess that but to diagnose that and have a person in front of you say and you say yeah you have uh i don't know maybe you know a kidney that's you know a little bit higher up than it should be or uh, your stomach is on the wrong side or turned around or whatever the case was in this particular case, that's pretty specific. And you can't, you can't just dismiss that, right? Cause the individual would have to know, or they'd have to take that individual and do an x-ray on them and, and determine that. So pretty impressive stuff. Um, moving forward here. Um, they did a Tokyo t a test in Tokyo as well. Again, you know, the thing, thing with these, to these tests on television is it, it largely depends on the individuals doing the test. They say that, you know, that, that science can be, is usually unbiased, but if they use the wrong scientific method to test things or an unusually high benchmark to test things, guess what? You're probably going to rule out almost 99% of people that have capabilities unless they have an extremely high sensitivity and, and, and extremely high capability because even you know if we take a little sidebar on this even folks that have like that were working for the government that had remote viewing capability were not 99 percent effective guys you can take them on television and they they were pretty good even on tv like joseph mcmonagle he went on television i think it was in england um went on English television and, and was able to correctly identify where they, where they put one of their reporters. He drew a spot, he, he drew the location um, and the area around it, and he was pretty good at it. But he also states in books that he was in trials about 84 to 85% effective, and 15%, he just got it wrong, or he wasn't able to at least, um, you know, zone in on what they were trying to target. So, Again, not everybody's going to have perfect percentage. It's just not. It's just not, you know, always possible. Um, even even using your five senses, it's not. You're not always one hundred percent effective. You're not always one hundred percent right. Even in your own body, you know, you could be feeling like you're having a heart attack, but you're not having a heart attack. You're having acid reflux. You could feel. You know, you could believe that you saw something, but in all reality your perspective was incorrect and you didn't identify it correctly at all. So, you know, for example, you might have thought you saw um, a bird fly by when in all reality it was a car that was moving fast in between houses. You know, there's there's lots of perception issues that come along with your five senses that would just be elevated once you have a sixth sense, you know. So for her to be 100% accurate, it's just not really realistic. You know, if there's a strong situation that she can you know easily identify like somebody clearly has like a tumor on their stomach or you know on an internal organ that's that's large enough for her to see okay that makes sense right even in our own imaging using cts and mris we get it wrong okay to get it wrong all the time so and that's using you know metal and, and magnet sound waves and you know ultrasounds 
Okay, that's, that's science. Still get it wrong, because it's not a perfect science. Nothing really is, right? So <clears throat> that's, that's what we have to think about when we're evaluating people with paranormal powers. Needless to say, um, you know, we don't know where she got her, her, uh, her powers from. You know, she just, it basically just says, you know, 10 years old, she just realized all of a sudden that she was able to start seeing things. Um, it, it didn't manifest, just going back to the beginning uh, here, uh, she was a fast learner, but otherwise a normal child until she was 10 years old, at which time the ability started to manifest itself. Again, she was at home with her mother, mother and suddenly had a vision. This is her quote. I was at home with my mother and suddenly I had a vision. I could see inside my mother's body and I started telling her about the organs I could see. Now I have to switch from my regular vision to what I call my medical vision. For a fraction of a second, I see a colorful picture inside a person and then I start to analyze it. So it's interesting. For a fraction of a second, she sees a colorful picture. I wonder if it's grown now, you know, to a larger a longer time period, or if it's just like a snapshot and she's just has to evaluate that snapshot, you know, that she can remember, you know, that would be, that would be a really difficult, you know, way to have the superpower and analyze it, right? Like imagine, imagine you, you, you blink your eyes and whatever you can see when you blink your eye is what you have to evaluate for the next, you know, few minutes you have to evaluate okay what did i see in that that snapshot when i blinked my eye i saw a blue chair i saw you know uh, i saw a tree i saw a garage or i saw an internal body part that did that body part have that spot in it that would be hard that would be much more difficult than if you could continually have an x-ray vision now is that the case still i don't know because again this could be from her you know talking at 10 years old or her talking at uh it, yeah this was 2004 so this isn't 2023, this is like 20 years ago, okay? So this is when she was a kid. So I'm sure, well, you know, I can't say I'm sure, but I would imagine, or at least hope, I guess I would hope that her skills have been able to, have been honed over the years. They could get worse too, right? I mean, your vision could get worse as well. So, I mean, I don't know if her, her, her capabilities have gotten better or gotten worse, but you have to imagine if out of nowhere at 10 years old they appeared that, you know, they would kind of start to gradually get better as well. Kind of like, you know, with like puberty, you get stronger, you're, you start to have uh, more more power, more endurance. So like as you grow into your body, your adult body, you grow into these powers and grow into these the, the strengths and, and um, you know, your hormones begin to build your body better. So hopefully they built her skills better as well. That's just, you know, theorizing there. So, what do you think about uh, Natasha here? I mean, it, it is interesting, you know, we know that there's plenty of psyops out there, you know, psychological operations where the government tries to deny anybody's, you know, abilities or anything out there, right? Anything you want to think of from, from the Rona to uh, psychic powers to, uh, <laughs> to telekinetic powers to visions to um, weapons you know, to, to UFOs, to aliens. I mean, they just want to deny everything. You know, the only thing they ever, ever really released was that they were working on remote viewing, you know? Um, but other than that, you know, they just want to deny everything. So anyway, I'll let you guys go. I hope you guys are having a great weekend. I just wanted to bring that one up. It was fun. Something to talk about, something to bring up, give you something to chew on. And, um, I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally, 
following through on all of your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, whatever they may be. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.